What's going on? What's going on? Entertain the Geeky. I, I have to change it up. I have to change it up because if I don't, I get bored with this. You know right, what but, I mean? Right, but I'm looking at your face, right? <laughs> so like your face, I'm just sitting here laughing. Well, uh, I used to, I used to try to, when we started the show, whoever was in the room with me, I would try to throw them off. Okay. okay. So I would, I would do something to try to find, I wanted the track to start with laughing. I thought that was the way to do this. <laughs> And yeah, I could have done the right thing and just had a fucking laughing track, but I was too stupid and lazy no, for no, that. No, 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 don't don't use the laugh track. So yeah, no I would, laugh tracks here. I would get, I would just find a way to try to get this organic laugh. It's very easy with you because I just make a funny face <laughs> and you're in. You're like, yeah, I do, I do laugh <laughs> quite a bit. Um, so this week we are going to talk about role playing must have. So things that you can't have, you can't be at the tabletop without. Okay. All right. Cool. Yeah, um, no, I like that. What uh, is? Do you have a number one? Like just that one thing that you can't um, live without. Well, I think there's there's. I'm in two lists, right? If if we're talking about uh, things you need for a game, we first have to talk about what kind of game, mm-hmm. right? So your tabletop role playing game. You know, you have your D and D and and definitely some other things, right? I think Star Trek we've done in that way. Uh, the game I've been playing in. Uh, where it's mostly theater of the mind. You're not really looking at figures on a, you know, on a map or on a table or on a ship model or whatever. Um, so in that regard, I think uh, we have to distinguish between those two, right? Are we talking about a more traditional D&D style experience? Or more theater of the mind. Or more a, yeah, we're the, our imagination is what makes this come to life. Okay, um... Fuck, that's... A, okay, so dice. <laughs> dice? Well, D- dice, dice are a given. The, yeah, dice I don't are think, the first uh, thing. Duh. Okay, okay, uh, dice. Dice, sure. But I don't think that's... I think that's too obvious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it is. Okay. Are you talking about things like... Okay, yeah, you need dice, so, right? But okay. what makes it a good experience for you? Do you that's take, not dice. Do you take notes when you play? Yes. I. So, I'm a derelict, okay? I do not. For me, it's it's... I do this like... I just try to be swept up in whatever moment is happening in front of me, and I will totally fucking forget details because of it. Oh, no, I, I, I get that. And I guess I don't take notes when I'm playing in games. I take notes when I'm running games. Oh, okay, yeah. For things that I want to remember or names that I've just come up with off the top of my head. I want to write them down so I don't forget that. No, that shit I have to do as well. Uh, yeah, so that that I think... You know, uh, I do take notes. When I am just playing in a game, like I play in our Star Trek game, no. No, I'm not a note taker. I am a, like you're, like you're saying, want to just be absorbed I'm a, I'm a seat in of the your game. pantser. Like yeah, I yeah, fly yeah, yeah, right yeah, by yeah, the seat yeah, of my pants. Exactly, exactly. You just kind of want to go and, and lose yourself in it. And Star Trek has been, whew, I'm going to give a shout out to a person who doesn't want me to say their whole name, so I will just call him the Mighty Z. Uh, <laughs> what that was what? Uh, I, I can't say his name he doesn't want me he doesn't we, want to be on the internet we had tried so hard to get him on the show in the past oh, he'd be so good he'd be he, so good he would be i've had conversations with this guy in a nerdy environment and yeah it's he's great when you get him he's, going on the nerdy topics oh, he's, he's great. fucking brilliant too that's brilliant. the part that it's just like dude come on you're the perfect person for yes, this yes yes but the mighty z has uh 
been running a Star Trek game, and it has been uh, great. I mean, it has been one of those things where uh, I'm I'm acting it and playing it in my head like a Star Trek show, like I'm just on a Star Trek show because that's how I that's what I want right out of it. And we do it episodically and season by season. So it is a Star Trek show. I right? like that you guys do it episodically and season by season. I think yeah, that, yeah. I think that makes it just a little sexier, you know? Yeah, I mean, every every episode's different. He he always starts, he, ha- he hands me, you know, a, a little captain's log that I read <laughs> uh, in character um, with, the, with the proper star date, right? Because, of course, it's he's just a, he's a good game master and he's got the proper star date on there so we can all understand what time period in, in Star Trek land That's we're amazing. we're hanging out in. <laughs> so as a player, to, to kind of bring it back around, yeah, right? Yeah, as yeah. a player, I think, no, the most important thing for me is just to be engaged. Just to show up. Yeah, just to be engaged. Okay, and I, I, I totally agree with that. I mean, I, I buy the book too, so I, I guess have the book, right? Because even if your game master has the book, it's nice to have another book. Because sometimes as the game master, you got the book open, right? You're like so looking at the book. That, that <laughs> was going to actually be one of my first things. Have an extra copy of what you're playing. Yeah. Because here, if there's one at the table, you're going to need it or somebody's going to need it when somebody else has it. Exactly. It's great to have it's more gonna than happen. one. Yeah, it's absolutely going to happen. Somebody's going to need the book while someone else is using the book. It's, it's going to happen. All the time. Yeah, yeah. So All the time. Even if it's just one extra book, it's better than having zero extra books. I totally agree. Yeah. Okay, so extra book. That's going to be our thing number one. All right, extra books. Okay. I like it. Um, I guess and we'll, we'll structure this like this for you guys is we'll do this first bit as players, the second bit as DMs. Okay, all right. Interesting. Okay. I like that. Yeah, so, yeah okay. All right. Um, I can do that. I have always liked having a mini of the character that I'm playing, even if – that many will never meet the table. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think because I, I oftentimes take my own little ship model yeah. for our Star Trek game to the game with me. It, we're in the Excelsior class. That's our ship. Uh, so, yeah, I, I feel that. I'd rather have a miniature even if I'm not using it. It's part, it's part of fleshing out the experience for me. Yeah. So I, I, have to, I have to have some representation of myself or the vessel that I'm in or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I mean, if it's a figure, that's great. I, I have also seen people just draw yeah, which is how cool they too. envision their characters, so they 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 get to kind of you know customize freehand, it. yeah, customize how they want their character to look. And some of those drawings are excellent because I know some people that are very good at art, and some of those drawings are Stick terrible. Figures. Yes, <laughs> no offense to those people, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, but you it's do a, know who you are. <laughs> you know who you are. Uh, yeah. So I think having some kind of visual representation is good, whether. Because in the theater of the mind thing, it could just be, you know, a drawing or you find an image online right. that represents what you think your character 100%. looks like. Because you can Google search anything and you could find something that's close to what you're talking about. You'd be very specific on them Google searches. Yeah, and it'll, <laughs> it'll spit out an image. You're yeah. like, and this is what my Draco Lich looks yeah. like, you know? Oh, yeah, or you could just go on to one of those miniature designing sites and just design your miniature and just mm-hmm. buy the, 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 the print of it, which is cheap. And even if you're going to print it, great. If you're not, you still have it, right? It's, it's a little visual file that you have that you can reference and show people if you're showing them your character. This is me. I designed it in a little miniature building thing. Agreed. Yeah. Um, do you take your own writing utensil? Yes. And many other writing utensils in case someone doesn't have one. Okay. 
God damn it. You're so sweet. <laughs> he goes in there as a team player. He's like, Pencil. Yeah, no, I, it's just I carry that bag with me everywhere. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. You can't see it. I'm bag pointing off screen. I, I carry my bag with me everywhere, and I always have like six or eight pencils in there. That's amazing. Because it's a bag I take when I game. Okay. I use it for whatever I'm doing, basically. So extra writing utensils. I do. Okay, so I take a notebook that I don't fucking use really. <laughs> um, the it, most that ever gets written down in my notebook is the names of the other people I'm playing with, so I right. don't forget to call them by their character right. names. Or, or if I know we're going to be traveling with an NPC for an extended period of time, I may or may not write his name down. Yes. Uh, but I, I honestly, more times than not, I'll do that on my character sheet. So yeah, like yeah. I'll have all these all these pages of notebook paper to use and I won't fucking use a single one of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I will buy notebooks. This is how fucking silly I am with it. I'll go out and I'll buy a brand new notebook because I'm getting ready to play again, okay? And I'm like, brand new fucking notebook or binder or whatever. I've got yeah. these uh these sleeves in there for my spells. I've got my character sheet sleeves in there. Dude, this is going to be great the whole note section is never used. I'm like, yeah. I could have just used the same one from last time and replaced the character. Exactly. Sheet. It's like buying a gym membership and then just never going to the gym. Oh, hundred percent. Or going like one time. Yes. You wrote, you wrote something small in your notebook. That's like going to the gym one time, right? Yeah, it, it, it is. It's, it's that fucking first day after new year's, you know, where you have to. Well, it's that first session. You, you wrote some stuff down from that first session and then you just never did it You're again. Like, I'm here with Kai, Goldar, <laughs> and Grapthar. Yes. Uh, so yeah, I think I think visual representation of the character is number two, right? Yep. Visual. But I think I think also having uh, having a if the game uses its own like proprietary dice, having extra sets of dice, because yeah, sometimes the amount of proprietary dice that I've had at a table means that every time someone has to roll, they need to grab all the dice. I become. <laughs> I become enraged with my dice at times, and I know you don't buy into this, but I fucking buy into it. When yeah, when dice need nonsense. when they need to be shamed, I shame them and I shame ah, them superstitious adequately. Superstitious nonsense! You can't roll good all the time. It's it's probability, people. I let you those can't fucks, do good every time. I let those fucks see their friends being rolled and doing good. Look, I want them to see it. Look, I I am a DM most of the time, right? I'm rarely ever a player. And even as a DM, you can't roll good all the time. Sometimes I will plan out the most epic thing that's going to go for 10 rounds and it's going to switch tactics in the mid-fight and there are thresholds where he changes his stat. It's a huge thing. And I roll so bad it's over in six rounds. So I'm, I'm going to quote Mike Brodor <laughs> right now because I don't care if I botch a roll as a DM. Okay, as a as a player, I do, but as a DM, well, but that's the thing. You it's don't let a it's lie supposed to be even for both of you us. You don't let a lie get in the way of a good story. No, that's what Mike Brodor says. No, and no, he's no, right. No, no, he's no, right, no, man. No, no, I'll no. fight. I will totally mm -mm. further the story with a lie. No, I, because I think that's what keeps the game fair, right? That we're all bound by the same probability as each other to ro to do good or to do bad. You've never you've never given uh, one of your players some grace because they were fucked. Yes. But that's different. That's providing a fun experience for players. But I, so I'll only do that as a DM too. I if I if it's something that's going to shaft the them, if it's something that's going to shaft them, I won't do it. Okay. But if Look, it's something that's going to make them have fun, I'm doing it. Fuck it. Sure. And I guess as a DM, have there been times I've rolled, uh, you know, a basic percentage chance for something to happen and hit like fifty nine or forty nine percent and went, yeah, you got it. Right. Yes. So I'm not saying that I've never thrown some dice and 
fudge their result, right? But most of the time, the only time I would actually be doing that is if it favors the players. I don't need the dice to favor me. I've got many other things to come that are going to be equally as challenging, and I won't be rolling bad all the time. I only do it to favor the players, though. Yeah. So, I think, and, like, I want the players to have a fun experience. If it is going to make the experience better, that's when I'm trying to do it. Yes. Like, if I'm like, okay, hey, roll for perception, and look, they, they're going to get a really cool reveal. Yep. Oh, little child has I wandered didn't. into the shot. <laughs> Um, but, <laughs> but it, if I know the joys of being a family man and trying to record a podcast, <laughs> if I know they're going to get a really cool review or reveal by maybe missing that perception check, I might up at a point just so they miss well, it. Sure. Yeah. Just so they get this really cool. Oh, fuck. Man. I mean, I, yeah, I, if I'm going to fudge a dice result, it's never a, a result that I'm rolling as an enemy fighting the players. No, no, right? no, no. Because that just doesn't matter, right? They have the same chance of doing poorly or successfully yes. as I do when rolling a dice to attack. So I think it's important that that's where the game remain even. But yes, if the dice roll is so close to the result that it doesn't matter, sure, go ahead. I just try you to, I, I, anything that I can do to try to make them have fun with it, that's what I'm well, shooting for. And I think one thing that I think is, is it, you know, maybe we'll talk about this a little more in the DM side of things, but I think one thing that is important, uh, you know, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm seeing it over there and it's just making me laugh. <laughs> it is cuckoo. It's cuckoo. That was you. I saw you. You're over there. See you over there. He's telling a story. Let's listen to his story. Ah, uh, no, I got distracted. Now I don't even remember what my story was. We'll talk about it more than I do. We'll talk about it more in the DM side of things. But proprietary dice. If there are some kind of proprietary dice, having extras. I Yeah, I take extra dice, yeah. and I think that's a must for any game, just yeah. in case I have to put some in the dog. Well, house. I mean, when, when there's... <laughs> again, superstitious nonsense. <laughs> when, there's, when you're just using regular dice, though, right? Your D6s, your D4s, your D8s, your D20s. Yeah. Most people have plenty of those. And people that are into games have plenty of those. Right. If you're just getting into games, go buy some. Right. They, they sell them everywhere. <laughs> you can get 10 pounds of them. Yeah, you can get a lot of them for a very little amount of money. Yeah. They're just little pieces of plastic. Um, but it's proprietary dice. It's when the bar to entry for your game is, I have to buy dice that are not normal dice. Right. Yeah, extras, extra dice. So that's, what, three? So three. How many are we going to? I think five. Okay, five. All right, what else you got? So <laughs> so we have our extra book. We have our character representation. Yeah. We have our extra dice. Extra dice, yeah. Uh, I like to have things, in, again, in a neat package. So I always do a binder or a folder for whatever character I'm doing. Sure, yeah. And I uh, even, because sometimes as a DM, I provide those. Uh, well, sure, yeah. But, yeah, as a, as a player, I take folders and shit. I take card sleeves, all this stuff, so that I can make it as lovely as possible for me. And I know, okay, grab the green folder if sure. I'm going to play. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, a folder. Yeah, I have my character sheet in our Star Trek game. I have my character sheet, and every Captain's Log uh, the Mighty Z has ever given me. Um, and... <laughs> All just in like a magazine sleeve. Nice. Right. Okay. Like one of those page sleeves yeah. from like Ultra Pro. So it's all in there. 
my sheets, everything. It's all in there. Okay. I okay. just keep it all in one place and next to my book, and I never. That's all. Like that's what I grab when I gotta go. Well, and I grab specific dice because the game only uses d twenties uh, and then proprietary d sixes. Uh, which, That's how you know it's good, though. Which I hate. I hate. <laughs> the old game let me use regular dice. Just regular old dice. What's the difference? Could you, like, take a Sharpie to a D6 and make it So work? you could. There's, there's you know, charts or, or little tables that show you what symbol you would get if you rolled a D6 and got a 1 and a 2 oh, and a 3. Okay. So you could convert it quite easily, but... Yeah, I mean, it's just easy. I mean, at least use. they give you the option yeah. of that, though. That's cool. Some games don't do that. Some games don't ever put a little template together. And people do it on yeah. their own, right? Like, fans do it. They They'll figure the, it they out. They figure yeah. it out. They're they smart. They the templates together. They're smart yeah. people. <laughs> well, if you, if, you, if you obsess over a game, no, you can't go outside. It's dark, baby. Um, yeah, if you obsess over a game, you figure out real quick how those tables and numbers oh, yeah. actually work. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. And there's still, I mean, we just, we've been playing this, at least this newer version of the Star Trek game uh, for a while now. And there are still times when I roll those D6s and I'm just like, all right, so I got these little explosions and I got this Starfleet symbol, but I don't remember what all that bullshit means. So what does all that bullshit mean? <laughs> I would rather just know I rolled a six. Kick ass. You know? <laughs> On a D6, I rolled a six. That's as high as it goes. I agree. I did the best roll I could. You want number teen? <laughs> you're so adorable how you just, like, she will just talk and then just trail off, but then just keep going as if that was the point. I love it. She knows where she was going yeah, with it, yeah, even I love if it. you don't. I, I trail off all the time, and I forget what I was talking about. Okay, so <laughs> so then you 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 have some kind of organizational tool for yes. your gameplay. Okay. Yes. Um, organizational tool, yeah. I think we could blanket the whole thing. Under yeah, yeah, a folder or yeah. A, a sleeve, yeah. That's Keeping your stuff together so you always have it on game day. Absolutely. So there's nothing worse than hearing somebody go, ah, shit, I forgot my sheet. I like... <laughs> <laughs> okay, my, my number five for being a player. Yes. I take a snack. Always take a snack, man. Yeah, I usually just, I mean, I bring snacks, or when I host, I just buy snacks, right? Yeah, right. I mean, snacks are good. We do, you know, like veggie and fruit trays and stuff I like that. I like candy. You like candy? I mean, candy. candy's a good one to have. Whenever we're at the Mighty Z's house, there's always candy, and that's great. Like you like candy. I love candy. Who doesn't love candy? Do you, see, do you see it. how big I am? I love candy. I eat lots of candy. Too much candy, probably. <laughs> cuckoo. Cuckoo. All right. <laughs> cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. <laughs> <laughs> um, All okay. right. As a DM. Yes. As a DM. Okay. I think we forgot number five. What was number five? No, that was number five. Oh, that was number five. The snack okay. was number five for me. The snack was number five. That's right. Okay. So, as a DM. Yeah, go ahead. What do you got for number one? You're number one. Okay. My number one is... Uh, Hang on one sec, babe. My number one is having notes from last session with me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I guess that's the difference, right? I I know where all my, I know where all my stories go, and I got it all sketched and out or, in my notebook. So one of the things that I'm wildly guilty of is I'll, in order to further the story, I will introduce characters at times. Um, sure, I will often. I did that in the last Zelda game I ran. Forget their name. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I don't forget their names. Yeah, Golthar has been running around 
with my with my players for a while now. Sure. And I couldn't remember his name the second week he was there, and I was like, oh, no. Thank yeah. God I wrote it down. Yeah, I'm not saying I don't forget names. Hell, I forget uh, Tim's playing in my in my Zelda game, and I forget his character's name every time. And I made it up. <laughs> <laughs> I made up his character's name. But the other four characters are the four main champion characters from the Breath of the Wild, like, flashback story yeah and i i know their names i never have to think of their names but this guy's got a strange name his name is toma and i picked it this is a hylian man name <laughs> i picked it and i forget it every time so i forget names for sure okay. having notes remembering what you did last session yeah that that should be number one for okay. sure okay okay what's your, your uh my number those? one and it's weird right i just always think it's some it's cool right is the dm screen Get a DM screen. Get a DM screen for the game you're running. Most of the Game Master's kits come with a screen. And if they don't, they're usually sold separately. Get a screen. Get Not only because when your players are looking at the screen, there's oftentimes like some cool, cool art graphics. or Absolutely. like a, a, you know, a setting to kind of set the scope for the world you're in. Mm -hmm. But then on the other side of it, as the DM, there's so many things they put on there now. So you don't have to open the book every time some something changes it's or every time something comes up that you're not 100% sure about. Bonus you can just, information. Yeah, you just look right there on the screen, and there's little tables about, you know, object hit points, object right. hardness, right? Like, Absolutely. Uh, uh, just tasks, right? As the DM, you're having to ask yourself, is what the player attempting easy, normal-ish, hard, or like super hard? Right, and you have to set a DC, a, a difficulty class that makes it that makes sense yeah. for the task they're doing. Absolutely. That chart's right there; it shows. So when the player asks to do something, you can ask yourself: <laughs> Is this an easy task? Is this a hard task? Is this a really hard task? And as the DM running the game, you'll know. You know, it's it's your game. You're running it. DM screen. And if you're running a game, yeah, and if you're running a game that's like in written for you, they'll tell you the DC. You know, I mean, gotta look at that thing. That's for if you're running a game like off the cuff, like right. I do, right? No, a, a DM screen is super rad. And yeah, yeah, the the more specific it is to what you're doing, yeah, yeah. The better. The Star Trek one's for got like sure. It's got like a Klingon bird of prey, like fighting a Federation starship and there's a Romulan warbird over here, like a Borg cube in the background. It's just cool looking. Like it's just right. makes them feel cool good. Looking. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I think, yeah, the DM screen. That's okay. my number one. Okay. DM screen. I, I totally agree. Yeah. Totally agree. Um, or that was your number one. Okay. That would be, yeah, that's like, my well, that's number our two. number two. Yeah. Right? Okay. That's, uh, collectively. Our, that's, that's number two. Number two. As an item. That's our number <laughs> it's two. It's number two. <laughs> Um, okay, so the DM screen. Number three. Number three. All right. Um, have copies of character sheets. Uh, I, I know, I know. The players should yeah. be responsible and should have them. Sometimes they don't. I don't have copies of my character sheets. They have their sheets. Uh, and, and one of the players is my wife. So her sheet is just always with the stuff, right? Like, but yeah, I don't have copies of my player sheets, but I, I, I guess it depends on who your players are. Because I think if you're playing, if you're, if you're running a game for like younger people or even children, which I've done, you know, several times, it's actually have found that to be 
more stimulating as a game master than running a game for adults. Not that running a game for adults is also not great, but kids, man, they don't even think about what they're, they're, they're doing. They just let their imagination do it. And so like, I remember running a game for a buddy of mine's family and I'm just, I'm setting a scene of like a, an abandoned old town and people are closing their windows as you go by, like in an old haunted move, haunted house movie or something. Right. And uh, so I'm, I'm setting the scene that the street is bare and there's no one, but then kind of like down the way you, you see a, a grave digger and he's digging a grave. And before I even finished the sentence, digging a grave, the youngest child said, I want to go talk to him. <laughs> I, I and just... I, and I just went, yeah, you can do that. Okay, let's do that. Right. So she's going down there and she got into a whole conversation just trying to find out what was going on in this town off the cuff just did it amazing right? like just didn't even question that the imagination just took over and that's what we're doing we're pretending to be uh, these people let's do it that's awesome uh so yeah i think it depends on who you're running your game for if you're running your game for young people or new players sure have a copy of the sheet most of your veteran players uh and i say veteran's a weird way to say it right if you've played in an rpg game you could call yourself a veteran. I mean, right. there's, there's no real criteria, right? It's like Agreed. when I hear professional skydiver, I'm like, so you did it and you didn't die. I mean, th that makes you a professional, right? <laughs> Unless we're defining it as getting paid to do it, which sometimes we're not. Uh, you're just a professional because you didn't die, right? So <laughs> if you've played in an arch, if your players have played in an RPG game or two uh, or more, yeah, I don't think you need copies of sheets. If you're seasoned. Yeah, yeah, if you're seasoned. That's good. I, I used that term seasoned. earlier, and you were like, God, that's a weird yeah, one. Yeah, that's a weird one. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I said it because we're getting old, too. We are. We are. <laughs> I'm going to be 40 in a month. I just turned 34 oh, last man. week. We're old. Yeah, that's bad. That's bad. I, I mean, I feel like, though, we still, we're still plugged in, right? Look at this. We're having fun with it. We're talking about all the cool stuff. Apparently, gaming and comics are cool now. They yeah. weren't when I was in high school, but they're cool now. That's all that matters. That's all right. You got like guys like Matt Mercer, who's like made it just everybody's like, oh, D&D. &D. We never knew D&D &D could be like this. Yeah. It's amazing. I, so I've been playing since I was, you know, 10, 11. It's always been like this. It's great. It's a I, great game. As, okay. So as a DM. Yeah. I keep copies of the sheets. I, so I like copies of the sheets. Oh, oh, and no, I one think the, it's valid, right? One, I think one of the it's things valid. I was just describing that sometimes it's not going to be necessary. Right. One of the reasons that I also like to do it, though, is for backstory. So if a character has a backstory, I will try to find a way, if I've not already planned for it, to incorporate it later on into the session. Sure. Or campaign. Sure. Um, so I will try to give everybody their moment in the sun. Yeah, I mean, that was something we didn't touch on when we talked about players. I think having a backstory is probably... We had to talk about visual representation. That's fair, but, but we I didn't think having get a backstory. We didn't get that's, into backstory. That's one of the biggest parts of yeah. Playing. I always I have a backstory for every character. <laughs> you have, I, I think you me. should. You should. Yeah, I have a backstory for every character. Yeah, you know, yeah. It, would, it, it helps you understand your character. You have to flesh them out. You right. know what's funny? So, a uh, buddy of mine, it was his first time ever playing. I start. I ran him through one. He made a backstory based off of a character in a book that he liked. Oh, yeah, I've done that many it, times. It gave him <laughs> it gave him so much to flesh out this character yeah. that it made it way easier for him to actually get into the role playing part of the role playing yeah. game because he understood the character after reading hours of a book with it. So yeah, yeah I, backstory is freaking huge. Yeah, I mean, Shame the, the, on the, us. The first Elven Ranger I played was Legolas. He was just Legolas. 
<laughs> and I'm not talking about Orlando Bloom, very sexy hot guy Legolas. I'm talking about like the, the Legolas I read in the book. I read those books when I was young. I read The Hobbit when I was a child. And then immediately it was like, oh my God, is there more of this? And then read the Lord of the Rings story. So yeah, he was just Legolas. It was a wood elf. He was just, ah, oh, he's just going to be Legolas. Because that's the elf I thought was cool. I was like, this is the coolest fucking elf, you know? That's amazing. <laughs> amazing. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. We didn't talk about that. Again, yeah. part of the reason I wanted it was for backstory. Um, yeah. Okay. So, after uh, after character sheets, what you got? That was number character three? Character sheets. Yeah, that was number three. Right? Yep. Yeah. So, we're in, we're in uh, DM. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I think... Uh, as a DM, this is this is kind of a weird one, right? Because having an idea of where your story is going and or having read all of the module you're running. Oh, for sure. Right? No matter which one of those things you're doing, uh, you have to do one, right? If you're running your own game, know where your story is going. Yeah. Whether you have every single moment planned out is a moot point. Know where your story is going. No, have have at least bullet points and yeah. an overarching narrative that right, you're exactly. trying to that's, tell. That's, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's mine, right? I've designed dungeons for my Zelda game in uh, as sketches in a notebook, right? Right, because that was very easy to do. Is just draw some squares mm-hmm. and connect them, you know. <laughs> uh, before each session, I then take that and transfer it onto the page. But when it comes to the little individual moments that are going to pretty much be defined by what your players decide to do within the world you've given them. Uh, your, your scripted moments, your story moments, your characters that are important to the story and are going to help further the story along. Know who those people are before you start doing it. Oh, 100%. Or, like I said, read the book. So I have had, I've had moments of... Uh, my players aren't the biggest fans of uh, lore and monologue. They like to basically be writing the lore of the well, sure. universe yeah, they're playing yeah. in as they go. But I, I've given them these like moments of, uh, hey you didn't know this about the world because it was something that had been kind of lost to the sands of time, but it's being revealed to you now. And it's something that is going to be massive moving forward. So yeah, yeah. make a note of this. And they like, it's funny because my characters are like, or my players are like, that's fucking silly. Here we go. So then now they're just having religious experiences. You can let your players dictate kind of the, the crux of the story. Right. But like, mm-hmm. You, and, and as a DM, I mean, it's your job to be ready for the changes they might make oh, or the yeah. things they might try to affect, right? But, like, you don't have to... Pl- I'm, I'm not saying you have to plan out every single moment, no. right? Because I had a, a situation where uh, the Mighty Z is playing in this Zelda game as well, uh, where the Mighty Z's character was... Uh, <laughs> I can't stop saying it now. <clears throat> was... Uh, the next time you see him, you need to be like, Mighty Z. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I'm going to have to do this now. <laughs> it's a thing. <laughs> it's a thing. I'm going to get like a big banner and just hang it at his house. I should the Mighty him. Z. I should text him. I never really even talked to him, but I should just text yeah, yeah. him. So, <laughs> so the Mighty Z, we were having a conversation yes, about you. Yes, <laughs> uh, The Mighty Z is playing Mifa, the Zora princess from Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Uh, and she was going to uh, engage, or, or they were going to a place where her father was like amassing Zora troops for a push on some swamplands to to get rid of some lizard guys, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I knew, so I knew she was going to interact with her father, but I didn't plan that conversation in any way. That conversation happened because the father is on the road to where we are going, right. and why not let the daughter interact with her father, right. right? And her father would want to interact with her. That was the whole thing, right? Because 
when at first he was like welcoming, like, oh, come in to my tent. Eventually he got like lower register and was like, so daughter, why are you here? Right? Because he's like worried about his daughter. You get to have some awesome role playing there though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I had no idea what the conversation was going to be, right? The conversation is dictated by what the mighty Z wants to engage in with that NPC. I don't know what that NPC is going to say. I let that kind of happen naturally. Um, But it's still important that I knew it was going to happen, right? Having some kind of structure to kind of keep the story moving, unless you're just trying to build a sandbox. Right. In which case you're talking about something very different, right? Sure, sure. Yeah. Okay, so that was what, number four? That was number four. Having the story mapped out a little bit or having read the whole module. All right. Number five. What, so what, you get you get the final word. What's what's yeah. It's, so I Chris always gets the last word. Oh stop <laughs> it. So as a DM, as a DM, I'm gonna say you are responsible for extras, extra dice, copies oh, of books. Responsible for the stuff that you need to run the game. Sure. Well, not just that, but if somebody forgets dice, you want to have some there for them and stuff like that. Sure. Uh, so, yeah, I always make sure to have extras, and then I provide snacks. Yeah, I, 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 try, I definitely go to the store and buy snacks. I try to do right. full-blown meals is actually what I try to do. I try to make it like a— It depends a, on how long we're playing. —an experience. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, we So I, I do every Thursday now. It was every other Thursday for a bit there, but it's every Thursday. And I wish like, I could do every week. That'd be great. Well, I, tr- I try to do— uh, I, w- I want the experience to be something that's special for everybody, and it's it's more than just getting to play the game a little bit. It's getting to spend time with other human beings. And after, sure. after a weird couple of years where we didn't get to do a lot of that, um, it was super important to me. So Absolutely. I, I, I do, agree. I do try to make it as just communal, a communal an event as possible. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I... Fucking, if you're a DM, you better have snacks or num-nums. <laughs> or some Mountain Dews or something. You know, <laughs> we've all heard that old Dr. Demento do you, sketch. Do you uh, do you drink when you play? Drink alcohol? Uh, no, or do your players drink when they play? Because you don't drink. No. No? I mean, some players I've had play have, have had drinks and probably would still to this yeah, day yeah. if I invited them to a game. But no, mostly no. Okay. It's, it's mostly, uh, you know, sodas and, or water or tea or whatever. I mean, that's smart. Yeah, yeah. That's smart. Yeah. I've DM'd drunk before, and that's, like, not good to do. Oh, I, I DM high all the time. I'm high <laughs> when I DM uh, because it kind of helps my imagination just kind of be a little more gets, free. Gets it the helps creative me, juices It helps flowing. me ad lib in those conversations where I'm not really sure how the conversation is going to sure. go. I'm just going to kind of let the player dictate how that conversation is going to happen. So, so. Uh, so we, we typically will have drinks when we play. Um, I think that's fine. I think it's can get out of hand. Yeah, I've had some people get, like, too drunk while they were playing, and that made me never want a game with them ever No, again. no, no. Total thing. <laughs> Total thing. So, like, I've had, I've had uh, experiences where I was DMing, and it was almost hard to tell the story because I was just a little too buzzed up. Sure. And I was like, fuck. So then I'm having these awkward interactions while I'm an NPC, sure, sure. and it's yeah, not yeah. necessarily what that character was going to do to forward the story. So yeah, I actually would. I bonus here, bonus. Uh, you should probably be somewhat sober. Don't drink too much if yes. you drink. Yes. But so the last thing I think number five snacks. snacks. Snacks for sure. Those are the lists. You fucking. Yeah, we got five and five. Five and five is always snacks, though. Man. <laughs> <laughs> 
like you okay if if you're going somewhere and somebody's hosting you you take snacks because it's the right thing to do sure if you are hosting have snacks, have snacks. because yeah. it's the right thing to it's do the right thing to do like be a good person even if it's just like some chips and salsa or something anything yeah, fuck yeah whatever. yeah so like uh there have been a couple <laughs> of weeks where i have been lazy and I'll, I'll text my group and i'll be like hey I'm not doing Din Din tonight, so go fucking eat something before you come right. here. I'll or have bring some something to eat with you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll have okay. chips here yeah. um, so you can snack, but it's not going to be what we normally do. But yeah, the, 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 I think, yeah, to round it all out, those mm-hmm. are, we didn't intend it to be two lists, but I think it was important to differentiate between must-haves or things that are required as a player versus things that are required as a DM. Yes, agreed. Yeah. Okay. You guys can go to entertainthegeeky.com. You can follow us on all of our social media there. If you have not already, like, comment, subscribe. Love us so much that it hurts. Just, yeah, just give us a like, right? That helps out, apparently. Yeah, you don't have to send us any more vials of blood. Thank you, though. Some kind of algorithm thing. I don't know. (laughs) They they tell me it's an algorithm thing. I'm too old to understand what that means, so I don't know. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Hit that like button or dislike. I don't know, whatever. If you don't like us, go ahead. Give me the thumbs down. I'm fine. As, my ego's not that fragile. It's fine. As always, <laughs> stay geeky.